Hello everyone, I'm Dylan Friedland and welcome to the first ever episode of Dylan's Discourse. Now, you might be wondering what Dylan's Discourse is. Well, on this podcast, I'll be talking about a lot of different things in South Florida sports, but mainly the Dolphins, Marlins, and Panthers. On today's episode, I'm going to be previewing the upcoming Panthers preseason and talking about the recent Barkov extension. So let's get right into it. Barkov recently signed an extension for eight more years to be a Florida Panther at $10 million a year. And this was a great deal by Bill Zito. It was perfectly fair value. Barkov got what he deserved. He finally got paid. He had one of the best contracts in the NHL before this. Uh, He's always been massively underrated, but this contract finally pays him what he deserves, what he's going to get. And what this contract also does is it sends a message to the league. Bill Zito and Barkov were both saying it sends a message to the league that he decided to stay in Florida instead of hitting free agency. And it really does. It shows that players want to play here. It shows that they want to come here to win. We saw that as well with the Joe Thornton signing, how he's trying to chase a Stanley Cup here. And it almost shows a winning culture in South Florida, which is a real shift away from what we've seen in past years because the Panthers are finally building a cup contender. So it's great to see that uh, the ownership and management has finally stepped up and we're keeping our star players in South Florida. And that is just great to see. Previewing a little bit more of what's to come, let's talk about some of the offseason moves that the Panthers made. So one of the biggest moves that the Panthers made during the offseason was trading for Sam Reinhart from Buffalo. Sam Reinhart was basically one of the only good players on Buffalo last year, and Bill Zito went out and got him, really bolstered our first line, improving that first line with Barkov and Verhage even more. And Sam Reinhart is such a great player because he's going to fit in with that line perfectly because he's got a perfect two-way play. And also on the power play, he can play a very similar role as Patrick Hornquist. He has the net front presence. He can play dirty in front of the net. He'll be able to set screens for the goalie, and he'll play a great role. He put up tons of goals with Buffalo. I see no reason why he can't do the same here with the Panthers. I don't think 40 goals is unreasonable. I think that top line with Barkov and Verhage, Reinhart will just thrive right there. Some other things that we did during the offseason, lots of extensions. Carter Verhage, Anthony Duclair, Gustav Forsling, Sam Bennett. We also re-signed Brandon Montour. And that is just great to see because it shows that Bill Zito has trust in what the team did last year. He doesn't believe what last year was a fluke. He really believes that what they did last year they can improve upon. And with Sam Reinhart as well. It will just continue to make the team better and better. And this team has a legitimate chance for a Stanley Cup run. They also improved by subtraction. And what I mean by that is they bought out Keith Yandel and they traded away Anton Strawman. Two defenders on the team who just weren't very good for the Panthers. I hate to say it, but they really did not do what they were supposed to do. Yandel had a few good seasons when he first came here. Strawman just never really panned out. So... Getting rid of them really improves the team. And I think it also shows with the Yandel buyout, it takes a lot for ownership to just give up the money to say, hey, listen, you didn't work out, but we're still giving you the money. And that takes a lot. It's really great to see ownership stepping up and being able to spend money to make this team win along with the Barkov extension. Ownership is really spending money on this team. And Panthers fans should love to see that. Now, moving into... The preview of this season, let's talk a little bit about what we saw in preseason. The Panthers went 5-2 and two during preseason, and they looked good. Even the last game where they lost 4-2 to two against the Tampa, 
they completely dominated. They had like 48 shots. They most likely win that game if it's not for Andre Vasilevsky, the greatest goalie in the league. But they really looked good. The offense was thriving. The defense was pretty good. And Spencer Knight looked amazing in preseason as well. But there were some injuries that did come up. Nolachari, he's most likely out for a long period of time. We're not sure exactly how long. Kevin Kanaden is out for one to two weeks. He sustained an injury in the final preseason game. Maxi Mammon might be going on IR. And then Sam Bennett is on COVID protocol. So not quite sure how long he'll be out. So those are going to be tough to deal with. But it does open up some potential roster spots to open up the season. Uh, and I'll get into that later. But let's talk about some of the people we saw really break out during preseason. And the one person I want to talk about is Owen Tippett. Seven points in six preseason games. He just looks like next level playing next to Huberto and Bennett. He's really doing great. We saw it a lot towards the end of last season and in the playoffs as well. But Owen Tippett is finally developing into the player we all hoped he would be. Um, I'm a big Tippett fan, not only because he's a fellow ginger like myself, but I've always just loved his play style. And he's really showing out to do what we all wanted him to do. And it's great to see. Someone else who didn't make the team initially, but really looked great in preseason, Saran Noel. Uh, he's a prospect that Panthers fans have always kind of brushed off. Uh, he's the throw-in in a random trade that we feel like we need to give extra value if we're coming up with a mock trade. But in preseason, he was phenomenal. I mean, there's really no negatives to say about Saran Noel because he looked the part of an actual NHLer. They sent him down to the AHL. He'll get some more playing time. He'll develop a little bit more. But I would not be surprised to see Saran Noel be called up uh, sometime in the middle of the season if there's a potential another injury or even if they just think he's ready and they want to bring him in. So now moving into the players that did make the team, the top six of the lineup is pretty set in stone. Of course, with the Bennett uh, COVID protocol, not sure exactly where he'll be at with the start of the season. But if Bennett is in, the top six for the Panthers will most likely be a top line of Verhage, Barkov, Reinhardt, and then Huberto, Bennett, Tippett. Those top two lines are just so good. I mean, that second line could be a first line on a lot of teams. These two lines are going to be scoring. They're going to be your top lines. They are very good. Really nothing bad to say about them. They both blend really quickly. The top line is very good two-way. Uh, the second line is very good offensively. And with Huberto's passing, it's going to be setting up Bennett and Tippett perfectly. The bottom six is where we get to a little bit of uncertainty. There's about nine players that I could see making the team. And the official opening night lineup roster hasn't been officially put out yet. But these are the nine players that I can most likely see making that bottom six. You have Frank Vetrano, Joe Thornton, Mason Marchment, Etsu Losterinen, Yuho Lamico, Patrick Hornquist, Ryan Lomberg, Anthony Duclair, and Anton Lundell. There's a few of those who are basically guarantees to make it. Frank Vetrano... Patrick Hornquist, Anthony Duclair, Joe Thornton, and most likely Mason Marchman. You can probably have about two healthy scratches out of those remaining players, and then one will most likely have to be sent down to the AHL. I think we're all hoping that Anton Lundell can make the team. He's been Panthers' top prospect, one of the best prospects we've ever really had, um, and he looked good in preseason. He was really good on the penalty kill. So, if anything, he should make the team based off of that alone. And while his offensive play wasn't terrific, it was still good, and it'll improve as he moves on. He looked really great behind the net. Watching up close in person, 
He had so much composure behind the net, and he had some great turnovers to set up really nice plays. I would love to see Lindell make the team with Achari out for a long period of time. I think he has a legitimate chance to, but we'll just have to see what Coach Q and Bill Zito decide to do with that situation. Etu Lostrinen is another name who really looked good in preseason. He looked pretty good at the start of last year and then kind of stopped playing as well towards the end of the season. He really got healthy scratched quite a bit at the end of the season. But he's another name that I think could definitely make the team. Uh, Ryan Lomberg, I could see being healthy scratched and making his way into the lineup a lot, switching out with Joe Thornton because I don't think Thornton's going to play all 82 games. He's getting up there in age. I don't think his body will be able to handle all 82 games. So I think Thornton will be switching in and out with some of these healthy scratches that we're seeing. And yeah, that's where we're at with the bottom six. Goalie situation. We have Spencer Knight, another amazing prospect who looked amazing in the playoffs. I mean, 20 years old, getting a playoff win in your first NHL playoff start, that's just unheard of. The issue is we have a $10 million goalie in Sergei Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky has not looked the part for a few years. He hasn't been who we wanted when we went to sign him, but he's still on the team. And Coach Q said that he's most likely going to be the starter. But honestly, I think I'm fine with that. I don't necessarily know if I want Spencer Knight as a rookie playing 40, 50 games. I think playing under Bobrovsky, being mentored by Bobrovsky for a little bit can definitely help him. And if he's playing 25, 30 games, he's still getting the workload that he wants and he can thrive in that situation as well. Get us points. And, you know, if Bobrovsky does struggle, you do have Spencer Knight ready to come in and ready to take over that starting role if Knight is thriving and Bobrovsky is really struggling. So it's a great tandem to have. It's a Weird situation, since Bobrovsky is making $10 million, you don't really want to pay a backup goalie $10 million, but we'll see where they go from there with Bobrovsky, and if he does do well this season, it just makes our goalie tandem even better. Looking at our defense, we have a top pairing of Aaron Ekblad and Mackenzie Wieger. Mackenzie Wieger last year was a Norris Trophy candidate. He was just unbelievable. His analytics are amazing. His defense is one of the best in the league, and his offensive game really developed last year as well. Matched up with Aaron Ekblad, that's a top pairing in the NHL. It's top 10 at least. Arguably, it's a top 5 pairing in the NHL because Uyghur with his defense, Ekblad with his offense, they blend together so well, and it's really great to see. The one thing I would like to see a little bit less of from Uyghur is the turnovers in the defensive zone. He was making a few of those mistakes in the playoffs. We saw a little bit of it in the preseason, but I think that's something he can definitely work on and improve upon. Forsling Gudis was a little was played on the second defensive pairing quite a bit. We'll see if that's what they go with. I like that a lot. Uh, two players we got last season. Forsling we picked off off waivers. Gudis, the free agency signing last year. Those two players looked really great last year. And then Brandon Montour, who we re-signed this year in the trade over that we in the trade we got from last year, he really didn't look good on his old team, but he comes to Florida and he looks like a brand new player. Bill Zito did it again. Shocker, right? And he'll be matched up with our sixth defenseman. Now, there were a little bit of a questions between who that would be, uh, Marcus Nudavara or Kevin Kanadin. Kanadin, of course, injured for about one to two weeks, so it'll both, most likely be Nudavara paired up with Montour to start off if that's what they decide to go with. But when Kanadin comes back healthy, I think we could seriously see him take over for Nudavara's spot as that sixth defenseman. He looked good in preseason. He looked good in some of the games he played last year. And, I mean... Kanaden, I think, if there was another NHL team that didn't have this much defensive depth, I think Kanaden makes the 
team easily. But here, Nudavar and Kanaden are both, they can both fill it in on that third defensive pairing very nicely. I'm going to move on now to my prediction for this team. I'm going to predict them to finish second in the Atlantic Division just because I'm a, I've been a Panthers fan for so long. I've been hurt by this team for so long. I don't have the homer in me to say that they're going to finish first. I think Tampa will edge them out for first place in the Atlantic because I think Tampa is just too good. Andre Vasilevsky can steal so many games for them. But I do think finishing second, they'll be matched up with most likely either Boston or Toronto. I think this is finally the year that they make it out of the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. It'll be a happy day for the Panthers if that does happen. But I'm looking forward to this season. I think it's one of the best teams the Panthers have ever had in their history, if not the best team they've ever had in this his in their history. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Thursday night, Panthers versus Penguins. The season starts at 7 p.m. Let me know what you think of this podcast. You can hit me up on Twitter at, at MiamiGuyDylan and just let me know what you think. Any comments, any suggestions you want to make. And I hope you enjoyed. I'll see you next time on the podcast. You've been listening to Dylan's Discourse. Thanks so much. Thank you.